Good morning and welcome to East Tennessee Now, a weekly public affairs program featuring some of the people and organizations that make our community such a great place to live, work, and raise a family. Here's your host for East Tennessee Now. Good morning and thank you so much for joining me. I'm Michelle Silva and I hate to say it, but too many people are throwing down on K-Town. That's the motto over at Keep Knoxville Beautiful. And I have Executive Director Alana McKissack joining us. And isn't that true? Too many people throwing down on K-Town? Oh, yes. Yep. Remember, don't throw it down on K-Town. Let's pick it up. Yes, that's right. And what are we seeing a lot of right now? Are we dealing with the masks and the gloves? Yes, so PPE is still an issue. Um, The disposable kind, the masks, the gloves, the wipes. Um, Just remember, put it in the trash can. Keep it in a bag in your car until you get home. Oh, I know. It's so disgusting. You know, coming out of the grocery store sometimes, seeing like masks laying down by uh, where you put the buggies back and everything. And that, you know, you almost want to pick it up yourself. But then I'm thinking, well, I don't have gloves on. Yes, sometimes. I mean, it's not safe sometimes to take that stuff up without the proper equipment. Yeah. And uh, what else are we seeing around town? Is it the usual? Yep, the usual stuff, the cups, fast food uh, bags, things like that. Um, Things that people don't often know kind of can fall out of their car or um, they might miss a trash can or an overflowing trash can (laughs) blows things out. It gets to be so nasty sometimes. Yes, it's it's not a pretty sight. It doesn't keep our community beautiful. Yeah, and does it get worse when we have the rain as well? Does it just kind of wash things around? You see it with the heavy rains. Obviously, it's flowing it further um, down the stream, closer to the river. It washes it up. Um, If it does flood, it can get up onto land, so you'll see it, which is good because you don't want it in the river and you can easily access it. But, I mean, in general, we don't want it in our creeks. We don't want it on our roadsides, in our parks, anything. Give me some startling information. I know times before you've told me who are the worst culprits when it comes to trashing our city. Yeah, I mean, well, there was a study done a few years ago by the Tennessee Department of Transportation, and they found that the um, heaviest litters in Tennessee were women ages 18 to 35. (gasps) Women 18 to 35. Those are the ones that are (laughs) making the most of the mess in Knoxville. Yes, apparently um, we want a clean car. I I, I don't <laughs> do it, but I mean it. I mean it's not always intentional, but those are the through the studies they did. Um, those are who are admitted to littering the most. Are they doing it on purpose, or are their windows just open and things are just flying out? Um, it it really depends. Um, based on these studies, it was uh, purposeful. <laughs> Not wanting the build up of trash in their cars and not waiting till they got to a gas station or home or something. Um, but I mean, usually about 70% of what you see roadside is unintentional litter. Yeah. And you're mostly seeing, what did you say, cups and fast food bags? Yeah. Uh, drink uh, cups are the uh, top item. Um, of personal litter and uh, car parts are usually the highest but due to accidents, but uh, the personal drink cups are what you find the most. 
Oh, what are some tips that we can do to prevent that from happening? I know, I know, I always keep a little trash bag in my car, and then I fill it up or put my trash on on the side of the door, and then whenever I stop for gas, I empty it. Yeah, I mean, just having a bag in your car that you can put your waste in is one of the easiest things you do can do, and we can be something as simple as a bag that you have in your home that you use for groceries or something. You can buy specific trash bags that hang on the back of your uh, car seat. So it doesn't have to be anything fancy, but just something to hold on to your stuff and it's secured so that if your windows are open, they don't blow out. Because then when it does get out there, who's going to clean it up, right? Yes. I mean, we have the re- we have resources that are picking up the trash, but I mean, there's only so many people <laughs> that can do this that we it is a community effort and it's just we need to stop littering and for those people who want to get their hands dirty well you can wear gloves of course you can get involved in some community cleanups because keep knoxville beautiful hosts several of them throughout the year and what do you have coming up soon yes so um all march through may we are celebrating the great knoxville cleanup and our next cleanup is april 17th we're doing the south knoxville community cleanup which is our biggest event every single year we usually have around 300 people coming out um, to cover everything from the henley street bridge all the way out to john severe highway so how do people get involved? The best way to find out about our events is keepknoxvillebeautiful.org. We post everything that we have coming up, and there's a simple registration link that we ask you to sign up. Um, for COVID, uh, we have asked everyone to sign up ahead of time so we can properly plan and sanitize all of the supplies for everyone. Okay, and people, do they need to come wearing specific clothing and bring specific items with them? Yeah, we always ask that you wear closed-toed shoes. You don't want to um, stub your toe on anything or you drop a trash bag. You want to make sure your toes are protected. And then just long pants. The trash bags can get heavy and things can poke through, so we don't want your legs to get cut up. Or So that's usually it. And then a bottled water. Should they wear gloves as well or are those provided? We provide everything um, else that you'll need. We uh, usually give gloves, uh, safety vests, uh, a litter grabber to protect your back. You don't have to bend down as much and then trash bags. So people can sign up online. Is there any specific ages that you're looking for or that or should be included or not included? Uh, we welcome everyone. Um, if you are under 18, we just ask you have a parent with you. Um, but everyone is um, able to volunteer with us. We've had as young as five years old come out. <laughs> so um, it is a great event for all ages. You really get to see the difference that you're making. Oh, yeah. And I bet once you do see all that litter and trash out there, you probably... Yeah. Won't ever do it yourself. No, and you can't stop seeing it, so you you get more involved, which is great. And then pass along the word to your friends, your family, coworkers. Yes. Great. And do you usually have, like, different groups, organizations, like maybe churches, youth groups that will sign up as a whole? Yes, we get lots of UT student groups, churches, uh, businesses that participate. Um, we really do want as many people as possible to get involved and to kind of spread the word that, you don't want to throw down on K-Town. Any sponsors, any special people out there we want to give a special thanks to? Yeah, we have some great sponsors for a great Knoxville cleanup. Really thankful to the Aslan Foundation, Tennessee Valley Authority, First Neighborhood Realties, and Three Rivers Market for sponsoring this great cleanup season.
All right. How much time should we expect to stay out there? Um, so Saturday, um, the 17th, we're out there for three hours. Um, we typically do between two and four hours. Um, when the warmer weather coming, we're going to be shortening it just because that heat, it gets to you really quickly. Oh, yeah, I bet. All right, Alana. Oh, hopefully we can get this town cleaned up and get other people to stop throwing down on K-Town. Yes, uh, we are really excited to be working with so many great volunteers this spring. And how much trash do you plan on collecting? Like, How much do you usually in this cleanup? Oh, gosh, it really varies. I want to say last year we got around... Um, Maybe 6,000 pounds of trash. <laughs> wow. So we did it in the fall, and it was a – because we, we weren't able to do it last spring. Um, so we did it in the fall, and so we're coming back this spring and hoping – the hope is there's less. <laughs> but, um, we will see, but I'll definitely make sure we post out how much we do collect. What was the most unusual item you guys found? Oh, gosh, there can be some very crazy things out there. Um I'm not sure the craziest that we found in the fall, but for me personally, the weirdest thing I ever found was a a, a tanning bed. It's just dumped what? on the side of the road. So, oh no! Don't dump your tanning bed. There are places for those. Yeah. Now, what should people do if they do have a large object like that? Yeah, there's so many options for bulk waste um, throughout Knox County. If you live in the city of Knoxville, one of the great perks is we have a curbside bulk waste program. Um, but Knox County Convenience Centers can take a lot of your um, larger waste items. All right. And for those folks who want to help clean up, you can get registered now because you're only taking a certain amount of people. Yes, we have had to limit events to smaller groups just to make sure we're safe. But, I mean, we have a lot coming up on the calendar. We want to make sure everyone has a chance to participate. Alana McKissack, who is the executive director of Keep Knoxville Beautiful. Best way to get information, go to keepknoxvillebeautiful.org. We are just thankful for everyone in Knoxville that has taken part in beautifying their community. Alana, thank you so much. Okay, folks, get ready to run, or you can even walk. The Forget-Me-Not 5K is on for 2021. I have Drew Deggs, who is the executive director of the race, also the co-chair. And finally, things are getting back to normal, Drew, it seems. Yes, uh, they are. We've uh, been uh, planning this race for about the past six months now, and we're excited to be back in person, hosted outside of Planet Fitness in the Village Green Shopping Center in Farragut. Wonderful. And we love this 5K because it supports one of the, uh, I guess, uh, a place that's very near and dear to many of us and family members, friends, co-workers. Yes, um, I actually, it's very near to me too. I lost my grandmother in 2019 to Alzheimer's and it's uh, certainly a disease that, you know, nobody needs to experience and that's what we're raising money for is uh, Alzheimer's research through the Pat Summit Foundation to help find a cure and put an end to this disease. We need it definitely hear about so many different advances and so forth but too often we're, we're losing too many loved ones to this disease. Yes, yes. Okay so tell us about the Forget-Me-Not 5k for 2021. So the 2021 Forget-Me-Not 5K will be taking place, as I said earlier, in the Village Green Shopping Center in Farragut, right outside of Planet Fitness. Um, we're working with 
Planet Fitness to kind of host that event there and make sure we put on a safe yet enjoyable race environment for all who want to participate. Um, We have free coffee and donuts coming from Dunkin' Donuts and a lot of giveaways, uh, free t-shirts, and numerous age group prizes. And we've set up our race to be sure there's plenty of social distancing. We're asking all participants to wear masks at the start and finish of the race, just to ensure that everybody gets to experience a live race and get back to some sort of normalcy, but also in a safe manner. Okay, so we can rip those masks off once we start hustling. Yes, exactly. Once you get out, um, once you start and get going down the course, you can, as you sort of separate from everybody, you can remove your mask and there will be trash cans along the way if you want to dispose of it or you can put it in your pocket or, you know, whatever you want to do. So tell me about this course. Is it flat or are we going to have some hills? <laughs> so the course goes through the Village Green neighborhood, which, as you know, in Tennessee, there's not very many flat courses. However, there are some, uh, the start and the finish is a flat 100-yard, 200-yard shot, and we have a few little hills, nothing major. We do go down a big hill, but you just wind through the Village Green neighborhood, and you also get to experience some of the dogwoods as they bloom. It's kind of the best of both worlds. Oh, that sounds beautiful. And uh, is this a rain or shine type of event? Yes, we will be having the event rain or shine. Um, there is no, uh, there's nothing really in our way at this point. Rain or shine, we'll be out there, and we hope to see everybody out there with us. Wonderful. And do we have to run? Can we no. walk it? <laughs> you, you can walk, you can run, you can also participate virtually. We're offering a virtual option as well for those who, you know, maybe aren't ready to come back out or have prior commitments and still want to support. Um, we are allowing virtual participants and taking virtual times and offering a few prizes for that as well. We also, um, if you just want to come and help out, we need, we're also looking for volunteers and you can find more information about um, volunteering, signing up virtually, donating um, on www.forgetmenot5k.com. Wonderful. How many people are you expecting? We're expecting five to 700 participants total um, in our signups uh, virtual. It's kind of hard to predict the virtual and live participants right now, but I would say right now we're looking at anywhere from 350 to 400 live participants. Okay. So should everybody who is running, should we run with like pool noodles? You know, have you seen those hats for social distancing? (laughs) Well, we're kind of setting up the race to where, you know, when we start, we're going to do a crowd start. And since we're going through the neighborhood, the streets are wide. It allows people to kind of separate. We just ask that when everybody's running, you know, be respectful of those around you and acknowledge that, you know, there's plenty of room. And at the end of the day, you know, we're out here to have fun and create a safe environment and get back to some sort of normalcy. So we just ask that everybody maintain their social distancing and do their best to, you know, make everybody else feel comfortable and welcome around them. Oh, yes. Very well said. And we appreciate you guys because, you know, so many people want to get back to those events. It's so hard to just say, oh, well, here comes my favorite event, the Forget-Me-Not 5K, and we can't go do it because of COVID. So now you guys have planned, planned, planned. 
made all um, all the right safety measures, put them all in place for us so we can have a fun, safe event. Yes, and we're looking forward to it, and we hope to see everybody out there and see the same support from the community that we've seen in the past. All right. It is the Forget Me Not 5K. You can sign up now at ForgetMeNot5K.com. Drew Deggs, the director of the race and co-chair, wish you lots of luck and hopefully raise lots of money for the Pat Summit Foundation. Thank you. A special thanks to Drew, who is the race director and co-chair this year. We're going to jump on the line with Sunny Biden now. She is the director of public relations for the Pat Summit Foundation. Well, Sunny, I think we can all agree that we're all excited for the Forget Me Not 5K to actually be on this year. Yes, it is going to be in person, and it's hard to believe that this is our 11th year. So this event is a very strong and fun event. Yeah, and it's grown over the years as well. It's grown a lot. We've had, especially with having the virtual option, it gives Mm -hmm. people a chance to, if they can't make it that day, to come out um, to basically participate in their own neighborhood or if they live in a different state. Um, It's been a great option to have. Yeah, and we just thought, I mean, who does not love Pat Summit? You know, I I think (laughs) everybody, you mentioned the name Pat Summit, and people's heads perk up and say, what can I do? What can I do? Right. She did leave an amazing legacy, such a role model. Um, her mission is incredible to defeat Alzheimer's and also support caregivers. How much money does the race usually end up generating for the Pat Summit Foundation? This event usually raises around $25,000 for the foundation. It has definitely grown. You know, last year we saw a very, very slight dip, but that's only due to COVID. We all been through that. Mm -hmm. Um, So this event does really well, and they've got a new committee director leading them. He's young, he's energetic, and he's super excited. He's such a good volunteer, and we're just so thankful that he, along with the committee, are doing such a great job with this event. Oh, yeah, and we talked to Drew already. (laughs) Yes. Yes, he's wonderful and anxious. And so, and Sonny, what is the Pat Summit Foundation? What all does it do? So the Pat Summit Foundation, we are a fund of East Tennessee Community Foundation. We are a grant-making organization, and our mission is to fight Alzheimer's disease, also support caregivers, and we formed a partnership with UT Medical Center around 2016-17. They opened the doors to the Pat Summit Clinic. So as of today, we've given over $2.5 million in grants to the clinic. We also just are wrapping up our grants panel session to do statewide caregiver grants, and that will be around $250,000 that's granted out this year just for caregivers. Wow, that is unbelievable. And what exactly goes on at the clinic? So the clinic, they are doing such wonderful work. They've actually reduced their wait time of when you could see a patient. I think it used to be a year and a half waiting list, and now it's around six months, which I know still sounds long, but at least you're getting your loved one seen quicker than usual. They you know, do testing, diagnostic stuff. They have um, plans and reports for social workers and caregivers, 
But they also, in the first quarter of last year, it's very exciting, they opened the Pat Summit Research Lab. So they're now doing research and clinical trials. They're doing a lot. <laughs> wow, it sounds it. So I guess they need money to keep, to keep it going. Yes, definitely. And we are happy to support them. Absolutely. So people can join in on the race, or they can always just go to the website and make a donation. Yes, you can visit patsummit.org backslash donate. Sonny Biden with the Pat Summit Foundation. I guess we could just jump online and sign up for the Forget Me Not 5K, or we can always just make a donation. Yes, yes, we're happy to have anyone volunteer, participate, run, not run, be a virtual runner. You get a t-shirt either way if you choose to be a virtual runner or be there in person. All righty. We'll see you out there on April 24th in the Village Shopping Center over by Planet Fitness in West Knoxville. And here's a cool little story about one of Knoxville's own. The next time you watch American Idol, you need to be looking closely at their wardrobe, specifically Willie's. His name is Willie Spence, and Marcus Hall of Mark Nelson Denim here in Knoxville is custom-fitting Willie. And I stopped by the shop just to chit-chat. Marcus, this is so cool. How did this all happen? Actually, his manager reached out to me and asked me would I be interested in styling him for the American Idol show. So cool. When was this? Uh, a couple months ago. They had already filmed the first round of American Idol, and he made it to the actual Hollywood part. And so he asked me to put together about seven or eight outfits for him based on if he made it to the final 12, which, by the way, he has. And so does he come here to the store? He The initial introduction was him coming to the store so that I could get his measurements and we talked about what he liked what he didn't like his colors and all that good stuff and then from there I put uh, some looks together for him do you know what he'll be wearing Sunday night I can't talk about that <laughs> okay that's cool <laughs> um, well what kind of style did you give him uh, so he gave me a, a list of songs that he'd be singing he's got a Disney and I believe he had like a soulful and then he had a duet and from that, I, I kind of put curated some styles or some looks that I thought would be great with that uh, particular song. How did they find out about Mark Nelson Denim? I have no idea. Through the grapevine, I'm sure. I used to have stores that carried my brand in Atlanta, and his manager's actually from Knoxville. So uh, he wanted to kind of work with someone that uh, he knew or someone that he thought uh, that we could help each other. And so home team, and so... Uh, there you go. He called me, and I'm excited to help him. I'm actually uh, really impressed with uh, Willie and his progression on American Idol. He's he's doing really well. Have you seen it? You haven't even watched it. No. Are you kidding me? Sunday night. Sundays, <laughs> eight to ten, and then Mondays at from eight, uh, eight to ten also. Okay. So what what are you thinking when you're you're sitting there watching him perform? I am. You know what? The just to see him from where he started to where he is now. I don't know if you know Willie's story. Uh, he's His mom got sick, and he is, this is actually his second run at American Idol. The uh, first time his mother got sick, had a stroke, he had to go home take care of her. He's a great young man, and I'm looking forward to him winning the American Idol and seeing how far he can take his career. He's got a beautiful voice. By far, he's got the strongest voice on American Idol, and that's not just because I'm styling him. <laughs> but wow, Marcus, your clothes are on stage on American Idol. On TV, 
nationally. Yeah, it is cool. When I see him performing, I'm like, wow, that's cool. He's, he's on national TV. And the Mark Nelson then. Is he wearing everything right? No. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, we're going to work on that. Yeah, exactly. When he's done with this, he'll be a superstar. So we'll get the opportunity to kind of kind of finish the styling process. I wish I was there with him before he went and actually was being taped, but he's doing a good job. He's His voice his voice is what's actually the most attractive part of what he's doing. The clothes are just secondary. Oh, come on now. You got to look good to feel good hey, to man, perform that's good. That's my saying. And that, that's my saying right there, but he does. He, I think we're past our two minutes, Michelle. Thank you. <laughs> so what's next for Marcus Denham? Um... Oh, now, now we're talking. So right now I'm focusing on my subscription. Uh, we do an MN Society where every other month you get charged a particular price uh, and you get curated a box. And uh, the special part about it is we actually, you actually have to come into the shop and be fitted. Uh, it's not something that you can just go online and do. We want to have that personal touch so that we know what you like, what you don't like. Uh, so that when you get that subscription, it's right. Um, the next thing is we're actually opening a store in Lakeland, Florida. Our grand opening is the 22nd of, 27th of May, so I'm really looking forward to that also. Hmm. I like Lakeland. Uh, the Publix family. They found me and started supporting me. Lakeland is very similar to Knoxville, as in it's a town that's growing. There's a lot of money there, but not a lot of options for men, for uh, clothing you know what I mean so I, I want to be somebody that um, again I, we talked about this earlier uh, my business is based off relationships and so a small town uh, that has the means to buy high-end clothing is exactly down my alley because I'm not a mall setting kind of store mm -hmm. I want to be able to uh, uh, know my clients and and fulfill all their needs to the hundred percent that's calling them uh, checking on them, what do they need if they're going on vacation in two or three days. I want to be able to, you know, put some things together for them in the immediate time, make sure it's altered, make sure it's done right, and deliver them. So we give uh, the services our key. So why not a women's line? Because uh, uh, maybe one day, because women, are you, you're too good for me. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth. It's uh, too many shapes, sizes, curves, and, and I'm really good. Uh, I found my wheelhouse. Uh, men's designs and or styling is what I, I'm really good at. But you didn't hear it from me, but I'm actually working on a women's denim line. I'm collaborating with the company out of Atlanta. Uh, and so we're, we're going to launch something potentially in August if it works out. I can't come in here and get fitted for like a man's pair of jeans. You can, of course you can. If you, oh. That's in right now, actually. Mm -hmm. The mother's jeans where, you know, they're boxy and no shape and all that good stuff, or that's what's happening right now. So, of course you can. For what? you, for you, I, I'll do it, love, for you. Well, I, I don't like the high jeans. I don't like those mom jeans. You don't? No. So what, what do you want? I like them hitting, like, right at the waist. Okay. I'm, Stretch. Daisy Dukes. Yeah. Uh, no. Yep, you said it already. <laughs> We're gonna, but you heard it right here. Michelle's going to be wearing Daisy Dukes, guys. I have Mark Nelson. That's all we're making are Daisy Dukes. Marcus Hall is such a character. No, I won't be sporting any Daisy Dukes because I don't think he's making them yet anyhow. But you do have to check out his store. Check him out online. So easy to get to. All you have to do is go to Mark 
nelsondenham.com. And then don't forget to cheer on Willie Spence on American Idol Sunday and Monday nights. Well, it has been a great morning, and thank you all so much for listening. I'm Michelle Silva. Remember, East Tennessee Now is available on demand as a podcast from iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You've been listening to East Tennessee Now, a weekly public affairs program featuring some of the people and organizations that make Knoxville and East Tennessee such a great place to live. If you have a suggestion for the program, we'd love to hear from you. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 27100. Knoxville, Tennessee, 37927. Or call the studios at 865-525-6000. That's 865-525-6000. East Tennessee Now is a presentation of Midwest Communications Company.